Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Um, as you get into the weekend and you're going to be seeing and, and you know whether you're really looking for it or it just pops up into your feed on your phone or a laptop or whatever, you're going to be seeing what's going on in the world, what's going on in the Ukraine. Yep. And Sam, you brought up a good point I wanted to talk about. You saw a bunch of videos yesterday and you don't know. I don't know, know what's you, real. Right. And that's because a good of, question in our time. You know because of the way things are these days and everything is instantaneous or mm-hmm. if you want to bring up something that looks like a firefight all you got to do is google firefight oh there it is okay i'll claim this is the ukraine and so do uh did, do you see sources though or is it just it's all about the source share or no it's because, just i'm talking like tiktok and also twitter yeah. where it's mm. random people just post random things and then they say over the Ukraine last night, and it's like, well, wait, so that's your problem. TikTok or Twitter, social media should not be your news source. I'm not right? saying it's my news no, source no, I'm for anybody. I'm just saying it's constant, which means, and I have enough sense to go, okay, this is probably not real, right? Think of the younger generation that's like, oh my god, have you seen? Because, and nothing against my son Jackson, but he sent me a couple of videos on Facebook Messenger, right? And it's like you don't know what this really is. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. and good the, that you said that to him. the The BBC, because you know that's where I take my news, Jody. I know you love yeah, it. It's quite fun. I do. I love the BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, this, but they had a, a story on yesterday about that very thing. And what it is in some some cases is people just doing what they do, making things go viral. Yeah. But in some cases, it's businesses or others that are trying to get you into their websites, clicks and shares and mm. those kinds of things ah. because it's a money making opportunity for some yeah. you know, of these of these that businesses. Makes me so, mad. Yeah. And so they'll just they'll put something out there that's viral, have it shared a bazillion times and then whatever, you know, that whatever the end sad. game is for them to be able to yeah. make they money, benefit add revenue, somehow. or what have you. You're right, exactly. They make money. So you really, it's almost a double thing that's going on there. You have people that are just sitting behind a computer, thought it would be funny to pull down a photo from 10 years ago and say, hey, mm-hmm. this is what's going on today. But yeah, I, I just, we've told our girls so many times that. And, you know, I mean, it, over the years, is you know, Taylor, Taylor and Phoebe, I guess we let them, they had phones when they were 12. When they started doing extracurricular things. When they were going to be we, away for, uh, from us for, for, like, camps. It's like, here's your phone. Right, but we laid down some <laughs> ground rules initially, and we had them hold off of social media. And the first thing they both went on to, I think, was Snapchat. And then, you know. Actually, it, I think Instagram, but yeah. Was it Instagram and Snapchat? I, I guess. Same it, thing, almost. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and so, um, but we had to, you know, early on say, look, I mean, you're going to, this is not a news source. This is it's mm-hmm. it's, it's, entertainment, how or... it's entertainment, but if you're going to take something as fact, then you need to go double check it. Right. This is what any journalist would do, or I should say, what any journalist should, should do. do. Mm-hmm. Right. Should do. It's, in the world where it's so eager to, it's so easy to Google things, it's very easy to find <laughs> the article or whatever, like you were saying, Sam, that could be complete garbage. It's yeah. just based on nothing or someone's assumption or someone's opinion, and. Um, but in the world where we move at a bazillion miles an hour, we don't really want to slow down to do our homework anymore. But I mm-hmm. think on something like, you know of this scale, this magnitude, um, which is Careful. what this what this yeah. conflict is, you know, I mean, it's it's a um, 
it's one of those it's got my attention just because we grew up during the era where the cold war was just ending the wall finally fell down and our parents were the ones that were in the generation of bunkers and Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. fallout shelters and and that sort of thing right yeah exactly so those things that they experienced those are the stories that you had you had heard but you know essentially and i know this is a big generalization there really hasn't been much of anything between us and Russia to be overly concerned about. I mean, it's not like we're the best of friends as countries, right. I suppose. Uh-huh. But, um, but, but I, I mean, there's been there have been many cases where it's been more diplomatic. So now for this to start to happen, and where you have that, a, yeah. a world of allies that are saying, okay, you know, all of us except China are against what's going on, then. Um, it's it's just a different it's thing altogether. Unsettling. So my, my point is, it's it is a big enough deal that if you're going to read into it and you really want to learn about it, it's what you said, Sam. You yeah. don't you, you don't want to take the first thing that comes across your feed. No. Make sure it's a legitimate news. Go to the reputable sources. If you've ever done any searching of your sources, now would be the time. Yeah. Something of this magnitude. Pay attention to where you're getting your story. Period. You know, and what, and we can't tell you what to pick or what to choose. Well, the, the funny thing is, I, I, I would never kind of started thinking this because some of the videos that I was watching, it's like I could swear I've seen these videos before. Then you might have, you know, something from like when some there was fire. an attack over Syria or an attack here, and it's like well, yeah. I've seen this plane before. Yeah. Well, <sighs> there were some that were saying uh, there was one that was an explosion in Beirut, I guess, a couple of years ago, and the, supposedly somebody was representing that is what was going on in the ukraine yeah Yeah, and it's just uh, and it's it's sad that's 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 where we gravitate mm -hmm. between notifications and everything else and look when something is talked about everywhere it what does it do it shows up at the top of your feed in instagram or facebook so yeah um and with with everybody being able to report now not like it used to be when a nation when reporters reported reported only and there were only so many of those outlets yeah you know yeah. So different. It, it is different. And, you know, if, if you see the reporter in the field, you know, I mean, that's that's serious business. I heard there was a. Yeah, it was scary. I don't remember if it was CNN or Fox, but they were talking about they were asked the question in the field about, do you feel safe? Mm. And the reporter said, he said, we're more concerned about making sure that we're, you know, covering and, and, and helping whatever you know get the get the word out and we're more concerned about the safety of those being attacked yeah. because we have uh, you know a large crew and, and he even said can't get into how we do that but we have right. alternate plans and it's a pretty big crew that we've got here so mm-hmm. that we can get out of harm's way quickly yeah one of the reporters they actually he, on while he was reporting the attack was going on and he wasn't he didn't think he was that close. Yeah. And when it started hitting, he kind of like alive, like, hang on a sec. I got to put my vest and my helmet yeah. on. Right. Yeah. It's like, she, she. It's the real yeah. stuff. Right. And so, I mean, that's when you know that you're. Yeah. And again, you, even a, a live video stream, you probably need to verify the source of just to see. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, the it, I think it's only going to become more complicated thanks to deep fakes. Mm-hmm. You know, as time goes on and the technology, you can craft anything in video it's going to be really weird to figure out, okay, what's real and what's not real. Yeah, More important know. to have trusted sources then. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, I, you know, I look at this as like a, two, a, a two-edged, a double-edged sword. Okay, number one, you know, back in the day, Vietnam, World War II, we had a few reporters, we got the story, and everything was, I don't want to say um, edited or re- restricted, but it's like, 
you just got that little bit. Everybody wasn't there. Everybody didn't have a camera. You had to take for granted what those people were reporting to you. And nowadays, you know, it's I guess it's Maxim Chimerkovsky can report something from a balcony, which also means people lying can report stuff to you. Yeah. Yeah. So you know the the game changer for you know for the world on this though was the Gulf War Mm -hmm. in the in the late eighties, early nineties, because that was the first time that the cable news networks. We're yeah. doing live coverage with people, you know, on site. Yeah. And I guess that's really what, you know, had it grew CNN tremendously because yeah, they were one of the very first networks to, to be 24-hour news. And, um, you know, so that was the first look where we ever had live, here's what's going on at this very moment. Mm-hmm. And um, but, so but you didn't have the thing like you're saying, Sam, you're right, Social. where somebody could walk around. Anybody had a, you know, a, a camera and could either fabricate Mm-hmm. It is a double-edged sword because there were also people that they were talking to yesterday, uh, you know, in the Ukraine capital, you know, which is the place, I guess, that they're most concerned, you know, to be right now and and regularly reporting from there. And that's what they do. They're 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 basically subbed out or they're they're officials that are reporting to all the networks, mm-hmm. you know, in the moment. And because of laptops and internet, they're able to do that. Yeah. So Otherwise, yeah. you wouldn't have that access. If you can't get the reporter in, you wouldn't have coverage. Yeah. Know? So that's a good thing. There's definitely a but, quantity. There's yeah. plenty of it. There's plenty of coverage. What's the quality? Like, who do you trust? You know, and you just have to be more careful of that. But you certainly can get a better look in than ever before. Yeah. Which should make us more educated and should make us better. Yeah. Like just knowing things and understanding things. So I'm definitely going to be careful of sources this weekend. One thing I wanted to say, too, after we talked about it a little bit this morning, the fact that Sean Penn, whatever you think about about him, I mean, the fact that he is there, he was there doing a documentary on the potential Russia attack. Yeah. Yeah. That documentary just got its biggest moments. In other words, he's if he's still filming now, which you know he is, he's been embraced by the the government there and the military there, the Ukraine military. They're taking care of him as far as we know. Like I said, I'm checking it. But that documentary, when it finally does come out, it's going to document all of this now. In fact, mm-hmm. what he's already done will probably be completely overshadowed with him being there for the attacks. Yeah. It's interesting now because, well, I would say it puts more interest probably in that documentary after the fact. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't mean That's that people saying. don't care beforehand. But I think, as you know, when a big event like this begins to happen, and it's it's in front of every, it's in front of the public more and. I hate to say more mainstream, but you know what I'm saying, yeah. right? I mean, what tends to happen is when everybody's busy going about their daily lives, they don't necessarily pay attention to what's going you on around the world. You hear about it, you just put but, it in its box. But when you have it this focused like this, um, it, it brings a different meaning and level to it. And so I'm sure yeah. there'll be great interest in it. I'm a fan of documentary filmmaking because what a beautiful way to learn things. That's what I'm saying yeah. is that, yes, there are documentaries on every conflict, but this one is going to be interesting when we finally get it, which could be a long time from now. And remember, it'll also have Sean Patton's spin on it. Oh, see, I don't want that. I don't want spin oh, well, it, from it's anybody. His, it's his take on it? I forgot it, about that. You're right. He's, he's super to, political. He was in, like, right after Katrina in New Orleans, he landed and started helping out and, you know, mm-hmm. shooting video and stuff. He's done it a couple times. Okay. Right. He happens mm-hmm. to be there, like, right after these Just major events Just tell the story, happen. though. Just tell the story. And you would like that. I would I'm like that. I'm not saying he didn't. I'm not saying we don't he know. doesn't. But, you well, know. what's tricky about that is if you're, if he's not a news organization, no, so his version of his documentary, you're right. you yeah. know, is. He's a passionate person. 
person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's an emotional yeah. person. But, uh, you know, but in, in either case, yeah, I'm verifying anything that shows up in my feeds, email, or other. Murphy with the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.